So good evening. Uh, just to let you know, Father Connor, pray for him. He's away for the week. He's on a retreat. So pray that he comes back here refreshed and renewed and that he actually comes back. You know, I don't know. So uh, today uh, is an awesome gospel where, where we get to see Jesus looking at us and it reminds us of like how we can know who we are by how Jesus looks at us. And so it reminded me of when I first, like when you first like start learning about the priesthood and everything, you go into seminary and my first year as a seminarian, so it's about six years long, so it's a long time. So I enter in in my first year and I'm like, anytime you are a freshman or you are like, you're at the bottom of the barrel, like you feel like there's something like, you're just, you feel like there's lack of worth in you because everyone else is like older than you, better than you, holier than you, all these things. And so my job, the, the job that I was given as, as like a first year seminarian, as like the lowest of the low, was actually the lowest thing that a seminarian could do. And that was to be the porter. Like I was the porter, which is the dude who opens up the doors for the other dudes at mass. Like that was my job. And, like, I had to stay in the back, especially on Sunday Masses, like, to open the doors. And, like, if anyone was late, I still stayed back there. So I was literally the last one, like, in the back of the chapel. And I just had to open up the doors for everyone else as they went in. And so I remember, like, when I was doing this, I was like, man, like, I want to be up there. I want to be, like, going further up and and having someone else open the door for me. Um, But realizing that, like, I was starting to... Like, find my identity in being a porter. Like, this is who I am. I'm just, like, this low dude or whatever. But then there was this one day where um, we had a big banquet because the cardinal at the time, his name was Cardinal Francis George. He was the cardinal before our current cardinal, Cardinal Subic. And, uh, like, I heard so many things about him. I've heard talks and homilies that he's given, but I've never met him in person. Um, This was my first year and everything. I get to see him up close. And I was like, oh, man, everyone talks about how, like, holy he is, how cool he is, how smart he is, how just, like, legit he is. And I remember opening up the door for him. And that was awesome. And then seeing, like, all these other seminarians go in. Uh, And it wasn't until we had the banquet after the mass where, like, he gave a talk and it was amazing. And then afterwards, um, I'm walking out and the cardinal's cardinal's walking by me. He He was going to the bathroom or something. And I was just, hey, Cardinal, have a good night. And I keep, kept walking, and he turns around, and he says, oh, Tim. And I, like, turn around, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, he knows my name. It's amazing. I, and he says, Tim, it was, just, it was great to have you here today. Like, we, we still need to, like, do this uh, candidacy thing. He, t- he remembered that I had to, like, sign some paperwork and stuff like that. And I never met him before, and he knew my name. And at that moment, he, like, he actually saw me, and he knew me. He like knew my name, he knew who I was, and like in that moment, my, my self-worth, how I saw myself, just like exponentially got raised. And I think all of us have experienced that before. If we like, I don't know, meet a famous person, they really look at you, or like just someone who you admire, and they take the time to experience you, and know you, and look at you, our sense of worth just like, it just bubbles up, knowing that, okay, I'm seen, I'm known. I'm I'm loved in a way. And that's exactly what we see in the gospel. We're right at the beginning. James and John, they say, they ask Jesus, teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask you. That's bold. Like this is right after the moment that Jesus says, guys, I'm going to suffer a lot and I'm going to die. And the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they're they're going to persecute me. 
And then James and John, right away, they say, hey, can you serve us in this way? Like, how bold is that? That's like, as a little kid, like you're, you see your mom and she has a headache or something like that. And she's suffering a, a, a little, you know, she, you see her suffering. And then you say, can you please put chocolate chips on my pancakes, mom? Like, this is what I need you to do for me. Like the, the reality that like when we're a kid, even though our parents might be suffering, we know that they love us and they will serve us. And so in the same way, Jesus, like how much must he have like looked at people and loved them in an incredible way that people were comfortable enough to just say, hey, can you do this for me? Like how amazing Jesus must have just treated every single person that he can look at you and that you can have your self-worth in him looking at you and seeing you. So that's my invitation for all of us today is that like in our prayer throughout the week or even now, like as we get ready to receive him, like can you actually in your prayer see Jesus looking at you and knowing that that is your worth? Because I, I think a lot of the times we can say, yeah, I, I guess I know that. Like, yeah, Jesus loves me. Like, my identity, my worth is in him. But I have this, like, sin that he keep going back to and I struggle with. And so I'm just not yet, there yet. But I know that. But I just, like, I, I need to get all my life together before I can really concentrate on my faith. Yeah, Jesus, but. Yeah, Jesus, but. Yeah, but, but, but. Like, guys, God's love for you is bigger than your butt. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway. Like, here is this realization that we can find our identity in how Jesus Christ looks at you. Um, And that all of the things that we, those lies that we believe in our hearts, like, yeah, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not masculine enough. I'm not funny enough. That God the Father in these moments, like, especially as we receive him, he says, you are absolutely enough, enough to die for